Welcome back to Bottom Line IT on the Michigan Business Network. Mike Maddox, your host. This show, of course, brought to you each and every week by ASK. And I'm really glad to have with me Sue Garrity from the Michigan Chamber of Commerce, terrific organization, longtime partnership with ASK, and I've known Sue for a long time. Sue, in the last segment, we talked about how the chamber, you know, the mission of the chamber is to serve its membership and to to advocate for public policy, get information out. It's a service-based organization. And in the COVID pandemic, you found yourself needing to get all staff members productive from home and then to get information out on a regular basis without any interruption to your constituents. And the use of Microsoft Teams greatly enabled that. So you were able to use Teams because you started with the foundation of Office 365 or Microsoft 365. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, when when we started thinking about um, features of Office 365 that would enable us to prepare a better disaster recovery plan, um, that that's when we really started digging into it and made the commitment to go with Office 365 rather than having uh, the client from uh, Microsoft just loaded on every computer and, and stop at that. We, we wanted to have everything in the cloud and uh, knowing that it made everything so much simpler if we had some kind of a situation where we couldn't access the office. And pre-COVID, that was just more about, you know, did the building catch on fire? Was there a flood? Tornado. Um, yeah, yeah, natural disaster. Yeah, just something going on in downtown Lansing that doesn't allow accessibility to your building. Um, all kinds of things like that. Um, but in the long run, it positioned us perfectly to be able to sit down on one afternoon and say, hey, you know what? We really need to send everybody home the end of the day. And we're, we're gonna send out an email message and advise them in the short term what the expectations are. But do they all have the tools they need to be at least productive on a limited basis as soon as they get home? And what we were finding, because we also had our customer database in the cloud already, our accounting system was in the cloud, that we could send everybody home. And I think they felt like at least they were 60% productive right from the get-go. Part of what slows you down when you're first at home is just sorting out how many other people are at home, yeah. <laughs> all using the same internet connection. And, right. you know, will my dog bark in a meeting or or whatever? But um, we felt like as soon as we started receiving phone calls from customers who needed assistance and needed help sorting out legislative issues or what the new rules were for certain things, um, that we were able to capture all of that information via email and reach out to folks that way, um, start to conduct our internal meetings in teams and stay connected with everybody. So we felt like we had a handle on what was going on across the organization um, we were meeting for for the first week or so. We were meeting every day, real quickly mm-hmm. in the morning, just to touch base. And then then it went back to a couple times a week. And and now we're more on a normal. Well, it, there'll be a monthly meeting for sure, and then all kinds of small group meetings during the course of the month. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's fascinating. That was a similar path that we went down, and and for our clients. ASK clients that were already on that Office 365 platform and had other key business applications in the cloud, like your accounting system you mentioned, or their their main line of business, 
they all will tell you they found the transition a lot more seamless and a lot less painful. And I think that opened the eyes of a lot of executives to what the cloud really is. You know, yes. it's a matter of, <laughs> of access from anywhere. You need a browser and a good internet connection and you need security. Those are the three things. And if you have those, uh, you can be productive and, uh -huh. and very quickly. And uh, those um, who are not quite there yet or maybe had a uh, install base of assets that they're still working through, like an on-premise server with Microsoft Exchange, um, you know, they found it a lot more difficult. Um, we had to look at, you know, bandwidth back to the office, um, you know, how to provide a secure connection back to the office, all those things. And mm -hmm. uh, so your story is is a good news story that I think a lot of uh, business owners would testify to. I think we're going to continue to go down that path, too, as a, as a business community, uh, because there's actual cost savings associated with that as well. I mean, it's a different mindset, right? I mean, it's it's uh, it's a ongoing uh, you know, operational expense now versus yes. a one-time capital asset purchase. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you begin to look too at, you know, how much office space do we really need? Um, you know, we, we got over that hump even though nobody wanted to do it, but we had to do it where it's like, okay, everybody go home. And, uh, and then you find out, oh, you know, actually, X number of people were able to really do their job very effectively from home. You know, there's varying levels of effectiveness based on what your tasks are. Um, but but a lot of people can work very effectively, sometimes even more effectively from home. So yeah. so you start to look at, hmm, you know, do we do we make the offices smaller in the long run because we have an existing facility? Does it make sense to to rent out part of your facility as a an, another asset to the business? There's right. all kinds of things that people are thinking through right now in this transition. It's really pretty fascinating. Yeah, you know, that's those are all things that I think we're all looking at now, and that's a, a fascinating topic. Um, for uh, we're out of time, unfortunately. We could talk all day about this stuff, but I, I really appreciate you being on and sharing your experience at the chamber. Now, for business owners and leaders in the community that may not know how to get a hold of the Michigan Chamber, what's the best way to reach out and find out about the services offered at the chamber? Uh, the best thing to do really is to go to our website at michamber.com, and you're going to find that being updated regularly, probably one of the uh, there are two pieces that people have been using most during this time period, and one of them is the link to our coronavirus toolkit, which includes links to all kinds of government agencies and documents that are important to you during this transition time. And there's also a directory to where you can buy PPE. So awesome. if you need mask for your business, testing, all kinds of things, we have a lot of members who have allowed us to put them in that directory to make it more useful to you. Awesome. Check that stuff out. I could not uh, recommend an organization more highly, the Michigan Chamber. She is Sue Garrity, Senior Director of Information Systems and Technology. Thanks, Sue. Yeah, thanks, Mike.